I remember last time when I preached, I said, this doesn't work, so maybe this one doesn't like me. (laughs) I have a question for you. Uh, How many of you know the song called, We Are the Wall? Yeah. And and do you know who wrote that We Are the Wall? Maybe most of you may heard. Uh, when I was in the Philippines, I uh, went to market for grocery shopping, and then I had the song was playing everywhere. We are the wall song. And that time the typhoon was in the thousand people was die, and and the song uh, that gave me something attention when I was shopping, and I'm not going to read all, but I'm going to read something. Uh, it says, There come a time when we had a certain call and when the world must come together as one. And there are people dying at its time to lend a hand to life, the greatest, the greatest gift of all. And we can go on pretending day by day that someone somewhere will soon make a change. And we are all a part of God's great big family. And the truth, you know, love is all we need. We are the world. We are the children. We are the ones who make a brighter day. So let's start giving. There is a choice we are making. We are saving our own life. It's true will make a better day just you and me. This is not a, a Christian song, but that the song, even though it's not a Christian song, sometimes when we go by, when we hear the shopping mall or in a market, it gives us something that pay attention. And, and We Are the Worlds is a song and charity and singles originally recorded by the super groups United Sport of uh, Artists United States of America for Africa in 1985. And during the feminine in, in Africa, 1983 to 1985, the feminines that in Africa, especially in Ethiopia, that time around million people uh, uh, was die. And with that song, We Are the World, we are the world. They are able to rise over $63 million, and they say it equivalent to $141 in today. So 90% of that $63 million go to Africa for relief for a long time and a short time to help them who are in need. And today I have very interesting themes that pastor gave me for to talk about is we are the world and and i'm going to focus on specific topic is called treated equally as in unity and we can see from leviticus chapter 24 
22. You are to have the same law for the foreigner and the, nat- and the native born. I am the Lord your God. And Exodus chapter 22 verse 21 says, Do not mistreat or oppress a foreigner, for you were a foreigner in Egypt. And also Deuteronomy chapter 27 and verse 19, Curse is anyone who withhold justice from the foreigner, the fatherless, or the widow. Then all the people shall say, Amen. Can we say Amen? Leviticus chapter 25 verse 35 says, If anyone, if any of your fellow Israelites become poor and are unable to support themselves among you, help them as you would a foreigner and stranger so they can continue to live among you. And also, Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 12 says, Assemble the people, men, women, and children, and the foreigner residing in your town so they can listen and learn to fear the Lord your God and follow carefully all the words of this law. And second last, Matthew chapter 25 says, For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was stranger and you invited me in. And the last scripture is Mark chapter 12, verse 29 to 31. It says, Jesus answered, the foremost is here, O Israel. The Lord our God is one Lord. And you shall, love, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this, you shall love your nightbar as yourself. This is no other commitment greater than this. Let's pray. Father in heaven, I want to say thank you so much for this privilege and also thank you for bringing us together to learn and to hear about your word. Lord, I am nothing without you, and use me for your glory, and speak the truth, and the people to hear that, let them hear in the truth. Be with us, beginning to the end. In Jesus' name we pray. Well, I would like to thank the pastor, because after being retreat and being absent in twice Sunday, and still he gave me this chance to speak in front of you, and I really appreciate it. And I want to quote from one secular man, and the rich man says, is this, Before 20 years old, be a good student and learn something. And between the age of 30 to 40, be in a small company. A big company is good to be in a, uh, a big machine, but a small company is good to be learn everything because we do everything. And also, and follow a good boss. A good boss will train you to be a better person and to be a better leader. And, and I feel like now I'm right now I'm under the good boss because he's trained me 
And not only me, and if both of us, my wife and I, we are able to speak and practice and uh, learn how to more effectively in the preaching. So thank you so much, Pastor, for this privilege. And let me tell you the story long ago. It's long ago story of the people of in Nepal. I don't know, you never heard of a long story in Nepal, but I have a classmate and a friend when we are in the, um, what class that exactly is it? I think it is about the transformation and leadership class and also about the cultural. And that time, one of my friends, a classmate also share, we share our culture. And then that time, what he said was the story is goes like this, when long ago, about a man and a woman, the husband and the wife. When the man got married, uh, and the wife has to wash the husband's feet every day. With, she will bring with the bowl and towel, and she has to clean the husband's feet every day. And the worst thing is, not only cleaning, after cleaning her husband's feet, that dirty water that comes from the, the husband's feet, the wife has to drink it. That sounds terrible, isn't it? It will be very hurt. So, so the things that I, I want to bring up, this, the story, long ago story, is because... Men and women in those days, they are not treated inequally. The men treated in higher than the women, and the men are more power than the women. They treat in them, and they just treated the women is like a slave. So there is no equal, there is no um, unity because there is no equality. And also, there is also in the the culture, people group, even until now, some people used to uh, practice in that way for high class and low class. How many of you heard about high class people and low class people? There is a high class people and low class people. When the high class children mingle with the low class children, the parent will say not to mingle with them. Even when they go in their house, the, the low class children... Uh, they will not let them sit in the good seat or the couch. Or they're treated in different way. It's just, it's just like uh, they treat them like a servant or, or slave people. And also, when the boys or the girls dating to the high class and the low class in school or something, and then the parents will when they know that he is from low class people, they'll stop them. They'll try to uh, tell them not to make a friendship with them, not to be, stay with them because they are low class people. There is no equal. So my question for you is this. Do you ever feel or have like you are treated poorly by someone. You like something to say? Hmm. Oh, okay. Let me, let me tell you. 
I have been treated poorly so many times, and also I have been treated highly in so many times. You know why sometimes I have treated poorly? When I, 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 when I travel to some country, sometimes they treated me poorly because of my nationality. In some country, when you travel, when they ask you, from those who come from the third world, third world country, or like Bangladesh, Bangladesh or some other country they call poor country, and they'll say so many things, bad people. There's some, so many things that the bad thing will, they'll talk about. And my response is this. Well, every country there is good people and bad people is there. Even if you go the world you go around, there is, you'll hear, you'll, if you listen to the news and there's the bad people everywhere and there's good people also there among the bad people. And when they met someone from America or Canada or Europe or Australia, they're different. They'll try to make them a good friendship and then they'll talk to them and try to take a picture with them and selfie or to keep memory for their life and posting Facebook because they keep looking them higher than some other country people. And now we're all familiar with the Israelite story, and we know how the Lord, the God of Israel, worked within them. And we also know their weakness and strength. Not only the Israelite, but also we all have weakness and strength. We are in the world. The world is corrupt. And against one nation to another nation. And one tribe to another tribe. And once in, in one family, the two brothers fighting because against each other because of the property or because of the things that they are not can come up together. And it does not want to be united with others. And it wants to be independent and free from everything. Free from the family and society. And I can do this as my own. I am free. When God brought his people, the Israelites, out of the slavery from the Egyptian to the land of milk and honey, God's plan was this, to give everyone equal opportunity and to prosper and live in peaceful and harmony. God said to them, let the foreigner residing among you must be treated as you native born. Love them as yourself. For you were a foreigner in Egypt. I am the Lord your God. Leviticus 19.34 And when we talk about unity, do you ever think there is also can be a bad unity? There's a, we can bring up from the, the story of and from the Bible, the Joseph brothers. Do they think they'll have a good unity? 
Joseph's father sent him to see his brothers. So Joseph went from Valley of Hebron and went to Sechem. I don't know if I pronounced correctly. And to see his brother, but did not find them in Sechem. So Joseph went after his brother and found them in Dothan. When Joseph's brothers are so, him Joseph is coming to see them from far, from distance. They talking about him. They discussing to to love him, not to kill him. Their own brother. But Reuben heard when they're talking. And then he tried to rescue him from their hand. And he said, let's not take his life. He said, Judah also said to his brother, what will we gain if we, if we kill our brother and cover up his blood? Come, let's sell him to the Emilite and not lay our hands on him. After all, he is our brothers, our own flesh and blood. And all Joseph's brothers are aggrieved for selling him. And they sold him with 20 shekels. It's a little cheaper than Jesus. That Judah is a creator that sell him. And another example will be for example, uh, as we, I talk about last my sermon, as the, it, the people of Israelites convinced Aaron to make the golden calf. A, and he just, without saying anything against or telling them this is not a good thing, he just did it. And he said, these are your God, Israel, who brought you up from Egypt. And my last example will be when the Stephen was stoned to death because they could no longer stand to listen him to his message. And that time was not yet, Saul was not yet at Paul. And they agree, even he gave order to stone him to death and no one is argue and rescue him. In Philippines chapter 1, verse 27 said, Only conduct yourself in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or remain absent, I will hear of you that you are standing firm in one spirit, with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. And also 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 10 said, Now I exalt you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all agree and that there be no division among you, but that you be met completely in the same mind and in the same judgment. So my question is, what is the Christian unity? The basis of the Christian unity is one body. This refer one body, this refers to the body of Christ, the church, 
And we can see from Ephesians chapter 1, verses 22 to 23. And also Paul speaks here of the church in the universal sense. And the body of saved believers throughout the world. And also the second will be one spirit. By whom both Jews and Gentiles have access to the Father by one spirit. Not different spirit, one spirit. We can see from Ephesians chapter 2, verse 18. As the one whose unity is to be maintained in the bond of peace. Ephesians chapter 4 and 3. And also the another one will be one hope and one Lord. This refers to Jesus in 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 5 to 6 says, For even if there are no called God, whether in heaven or on earth, as indeed there are many gods, as many lords in the world, yet for us there is but one God, the Father from whom all things came and from, for whom we live. And there is but one Lord, Jesus Christ, to whom all things came, to who, to, through whom we live. And also, the Christian unity will be one faith. This body, this the body of truth, the faith, which Jews says was once for all deliverance to the same. And also, it is the burden of the sound word of that uh, the burden of the sound word of the Paul taught Timothy and which he was to commit to faithful men. And the last one will be one baptism. This is the baptism commanded by Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 28 and also Mark chapter 16 and, and we can see also in Acts chapter 2 verse 42 and 47 by which those who submit to are ended to the Lord body, the church. So how can the church and its member work in unity? So some may be tempted to think that it's impossible to have unity because we are two different. We have different backgrounds and different styles of worship and different cultures and also we enjoy different things we also express ourselves differently as we are in the world how can be how can we be unified philippians chapter 2 verse 1 paul says if you have any encouragement from being united with christ if anyone comfort from his love if any fellowship with the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion. So this verse, this verse really is not a question, but confirmation. If could be translated and since, s i s i n c e since. So if we say and since you have encouraged from being united with Christ. Since you have comfort from his love, and since you have fellowship with the Spirit, etc. 
So once of the writer also says this. Most of our close relationships are based on commonalities. What we share in common with relatives, it may be the blood we share in common with friends, it may be a common ethnicity or uh, hobby. These commonalities help us uh, help us be unified. However, what we share in common as a Christians as Christians is even greater than any commonality we could share with the world. One of the common commonalities we have as believers is encouragement from our relationship with Christ. The word encouragement means to come alongside to someone. It means to come alongside to help, to come alongside to stand. And the Holy Spirit is our counselor, our advocate, our helper. We can see in John chapter 15:26, And the Samaritans comes alongside the person hurting. He put him in a hotel and pay for his bills. He does whatever is needed to help. Christ does, Christ does the same things. Christ does the same for us. He pays for us. He gives us his life to be unified with him. To have one spirit and one faith and one hope. And this is one of the reasons we can be unified. We can be unified because we have a common the same friend and the same comforter and the same encourager. For each of us, Christ come alongside to work with you and alongside to the pain and the struggles of life. Wherever you go, Christ is go with you. Wherever you are, Christ is with you. And he said, surely I am with you always. Always, I mean always, it's 24 hours in your life, in your sleeping time, and your walking time, or your, your shopping time, in the grocery store. God is always with you. Because he said, always. I am with you always. To the very end of the acts. Finally, to be unified, a Christian must be develop the right attitude and with the same purpose. Philippians chapter 2, verse 2 says, Then make my joys complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one spirit and of one mind. Paul says, believer must have the same purpose. What purpose is Paul referring to? What purpose we have to, we should have the same purpose. If, we're, if your purpose is your kingdom and you will be done, then you will fight with anybody who get in your way. And if your purpose is in your comfort, then if the music changes in the church, then the seat changes or the order of the service changes, we will fight against everybody and against anything. When our purpose is God's kingdom, you will gather with the people every difference from you, every different type 
of every different tongues. And you will be together. And you will be united and have unity with one purpose. So let's not mistreat unequally to others. Rather, let's live the same purpose with the same goal with unity as we belong one spirit and one hope. Leviticus chapter 24, 22, as we read, you are to have the same law with the foreigners and the native born. And let's listen to the music and when the singer is singing, if you want, you can stand, you can raise your hand, or you can sing alongside the, the music that the singer sings. And if you want to use the altar and meditate and give thanks to the Lord or ask something, as you have something desire with God, have fellowship with unity, you can also feel free to use the altar. Can we play the song? <laughs> 